0: No, it's really good. <clears throat> if you have your Bibles with me, uh, turn to Isaiah chapter 35. It was an eight-year journey. It was an eight-year journey for me to finally grab a hold of the truth of the matter. I, uh, in that eight-year journey, I, I, um, I literally um, I had an excellent teacher. Clayton Van Horn, um, who's a teacher down at um, um, Black River, he's a nuclear scientist. He's intelligent beyond uh, uh, human capability. He's just a great guy. And he's musically talented beyond no end. And for eight years, every week, for eight years, we met to have some devotions, but more importantly, to teach me how to play an instrument. It didn't work out good. (laughs) Clayton could see that I enjoyed music, loved music, and he thought, well, the last two years, the statement was made to me, anybody can learn to play a dulcimer. That was the last thing he said to me. Well, it wasn't the last thing. It was the next to last thing. Anybody can play a dulcimer. Well, I tried to play a saxophone. I tried to play this. I tried to play that. And every once in a while, Phyllis Ann could, would say, I think I hear the song in there. You know? <laughs> and so at the end of eight years, at the end of eight years, Clayton and I were having a heart-to-heart, and I thought I should try drums. And he said, no, no, don't try drums. And, and then I thought I could play one of those great big things, you know, the, a base, base thing, you know. I thought I could do that. He said, no, no. And I said, well, what's the problem? And he said, well, you got two problems. And I said, I, okay. And he didn't want to, he's not a negative person. He didn't want to share anything. Finally, I, I coerced it out of him, and he said, well, the first problem is you really have no rhythm whatsoever. I said, I know. We've known that for eight years. He says, I know. I said, well, what's the other problem? And then he looked at me and he said, I don't want to say. And I said, no, go ahead, it's all right. He said, you really have no rhythm. So I tried singing. And um, I love to sing, I'm, but I'm not a singer. And a um, um, matter of fact, I, I, I'm not a singer, praise God, but I love to sing. And I don't know if you noticed, but somebody was standing beside me different today. There's a reason for that. They're trying to get the person to stand beside me that I can sing with. (laughs) And so when Dave, when we got done, I said, hey, Dave, I can sing with you, I think. You know, I tried to sing with Dave and Jim and um, um, Dave, you know, Dave, um, Tuttle. Yeah. And so I'm singing in the cantata with them. So you know what they did? (laughs) When we stood up on the thing, doesn't to where we're going to be, they all got a, They said, no, Floyd, you stand here in the middle. And then these guys are all around me. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's kind of cute. And then it dawned on me, the reason they had me there is so I can hear them. And then try to sing with them, and I can't do that neither. Jim, and, Jim puts up with me, bless his heart. But it, it's, it's an amazing thing. To love something so much and not be able to do it. I don't know how you folks do it that sing. But I I thought to myself, I wonder if Jesus sang and was he in tune? You know what I mean? Was he, was he, was he, um, did he sing, was he the leader of the choir? I don't think so. I I bet you he had some sour notes. You know why? Because he's just like us, isn't he? But I know he sang. One person said to me one time, they said, Do you really think Jesus sang? I said, No, I don't think it. I know it. If he was any kind of a good Jew at all, he was singing all the time, especially on Passover. Passover, they would sing Psalms 113 and 114 before they ever got to the meal. And then after they were over, they would sing some more Psalms, 115 through 118. I think when he left that night, they were singing songs on the way over to, to the uh, Garden of Gethsemane. Powerful stuff to sing, my friend. And this Sunday of joy, I think there's nothing more uh, delightful, I I think, that brings more joy in my heart is to hear this lady play. Amen? To hear the choir sing, to hear this cantata sing, to hear us sing. I remember the first time I heard um, uh, my, my, my piece I give to you. I mean, I just wept like I was. I think I was in the back. I just wept like a crazy fool I, because we all sang that song, and and um, um, Bruce and Fred, you know, introduced it to us and, and to me. And I, I just love that song, and it brings so much joy to us. The Israelite nation needed some joy, so the the um, prophet Isaiah says to them in Isaiah thirty-five. Ten, 10 verses. I'm not going to read them all, but I want to read the ones that are powerful, okay? All more powerful. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Anyways, the wilderness and the dry land is going to shout. They're going to be glad. The desert is going to rejoice and it will blossom like a rose. It will blossom abundantly and will also rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The splendor of Carmel and Sharon. Oh my they will see the glory of the Lord the splendor of our God strengthen strengthen he says then if that's true strengthen the weak hands steady the shaking knees knees let the lame then the lame will uh, leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute will sing for joy for water will gush in the wilderness and streams in the desert the parched ground will become a pool of water and the thirsty land come springs of water and the redeemed thats you and I friends the redeemed of the Lord will return and come to Zion with singing crowned with unending joy joy and gladness will overtake them and sorrow and sighing will finally flee my friends this is the word of God for all of his people thanks be to God Music is important to us, especially in this Christmas time. I like um, in Luke chapter 2, his story when he says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with angels, praising God and and singing, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to all people whom his favor rests upon. I want to share with you today uh, the joy that music brings. I want to share with you just some quick thoughts about how we should be um, approaching this Christmas season in the midst of everything that we're going on. We're much like the Israelite nation. We have those struggles in our lives, but we are told one day, one day we will go home and it'll be a time of celebration. All that crazy stuff will be gone. Musical. Music, I mean, is a, a, a wonderful gift from God. Hugo Victor Hugo one time said, Music attempts to express what cannot be said about, about something on which it is impossible to remain silent. Did you get that? I just love that. Uh, that's what I, th- I think about music too. Music attempts to express what cannot be said about something on which it is impossible to remain to remain silent about it. So we sing for joy. It's impossible for us to not be thinking. Jackie said she's been singing all the songs of the cantata, and everything, all day long, and she's got them in her heart, you know? And that's the way we should be. It's an integral part of our Christian faith and of this season, Christmas. So let me share just with you some, some thoughts on that, that music does to bring us joy. It's an opportunity for you and I to express our our joy and our thanksgiving about everything that's going on. Um, If you don't know the name C.H. Spurgeon, um, he was a a pastor and a theologian of the years going by in the 1800s. But he was a tremendous guy. And he said one time that uh, many people read his sermons yet today, but you have to have a couple hours to read them. That's how long they are. Um, uh, many people uh, he, he said uh, bring joy in his life but one of them was his Methodist friend who uh, every time he saw him he was singing a song and he happened to have his Methodist friend stay over with him for a week one time and they did a, re, a retreat type thing with some other folks and he said every time this Methodist woke up he was singing that's probably why they call him Singing Methodist, you know, it used to be. And he said, uh, he said to the guy, he says, what are you singing about? He says, well, I don't know how else to tell God thanks for what he's done for me than to sing praises to his name every day. And he says, well, do you know the whole song? He says, no, I just know the choruses. <laughs> he said, that's good enough, I guess. And, and that's what we need to do. In Isaiah's prophecy, in his prophecy to today, the people are going to one day be united. Again, they're going, they were told to go out and plant their fields because they were going to be in, in, um, in, in separation for many, many generations. And, and so they were told now that they can't come back. And I want to tell you what, when you come back home, that's when you start singing. Even if there's struggle there, you start singing because you're going to be with family. And I think that's what it was, this is all about. Um, you and I, we have dark times in our lives, don't we? We have struggled. We're in the midst of a dark time. And some people have a hard time right now finding things to be thankful for and to share joy with because, oh, not a COVID again. Jeez and um, Pete. My granddaughter says that now. Jeez and um, Pete. <laughs> Something will happen. She'll say, Jeez and um, Pete. Uh, Grandpa, I'm telling you. Uh, it's. Um, it's a, way of, it's a way for us, music is a way for us to tell God thanks, um, even in our dark times. Charles Duke, uh, that great astronaut, I, I love his story. If you have never read his, his story, you should read it. It's a tremendous uh, autobiography of his life. He, um, he talks about in his life of walking on the moon, you know, and then coming home, and retiring from the Air Force and doing everything and had a lovely wife and family. And one day they decided to go to, the church, go to church in the community they lived in. And uh, lo and behold, they both got saved, turned their lives over to Christ. And he said, he said in one of his um, articles, they do a lot of speaking uh, um, in churches now, where he used to speak for NASA, now he speaks in churches. He says, um, walking on the moon cannot compare. To walking on earth with Jesus and so he has a great voice and he sings I guess I love it it allows us music allows us to share our joy and thanksgiving with our creator the one who's coming there's another thing I think it does it draws us as the family of God closer together when we have this music there's a joy that comes about it and a drawing us close to each other um I can see this band of res- refugees coming, coming into the city, and and I don't believe they're coming in quietly. I think they're singing, and I think that's the way we we are going into the kingdom. And I think we should be singing. Uh, I was at one church, and and it was um it was, it was a great church, but they had issues, not like you, but uh, they had issues, and one of the issues was they wanted to make sure that I didn't sing all of the verses of the hymns. If there was a, a hymn that had four verses, they, I could hear the groans. Oh, gosh, he's going to sing them all. I know it. You know? <laughs> and and, and two, if I would pick a hymn with two verses in it, they were elated. You know, that's good. Do we have to sing both of them? You know? It, it, it's just amazing that um, we have a time as a family to draw closer to God through our singing, and we put up walls. Oh, Lord. Are we going to sing this again? We sang it last year, I'm sure. You know, one of, the, one, one of the great things about going to a third world country, and especially when they go and they don't speak your language, is, is that I always, when I was the leader, I would always, our weeks prior to, to going, I would say to all the people who were going, usually 12 to 15 people, I'd say, okay, we need to put together four or five songs that we know that we want to sing. And they would say, "Sing where?" And I would said, "Sing at church. We're going to be in church a lot, so we need to have some songs to sing." And they would always say, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, we're going to. They're going to ask us to sing a song. They're going to ask us to get up in front of all their congregation and sing one of our songs, not one of their songs, one of our songs. And we need to sing, have that that uh, um, four or five songs ready to do that. And um, and they were all, one, matter of fact, one guy." never he never practiced it at all he said there, there's no need for this he said they wouldn't understand what we're saying i said well okay so the third at the third uh, church we went to and we were singing he got up and sang with us because you see music even though they didn't understand our english and we didn't understand their creole <laughs> we still understood the songs amen the songs about Jesus Christ, the songs about the Holy Spirit, the songs about God. You know, we sung, sung songs that they sang, but we sang it in English. So as soon as they heard it, they started singing with us. Not in English, but Creole. And it was just fantastic. It brings you together. It's a way of expressing our, our joy and thanksgiving because we are the family of God. We, when we sing, like, no matter what song it is we sing, even if we don't know it, it's the words that count. Amen. I uh, I took some kids to see Amy Grant one time, that uh, in her most powerful days in the '70s, and I took her took them to sing. They had never been to a concert before. These young people, and so I took them to this concert. And when we got done, and the concert was over, we was going back home. Uh, I said to everybody, I said, uh, "How did you like the concert?" And they all hated it. They said. If you're going to do this again, get us the songs so we can hear the words. None of them knew the words to the songs that she was singing. And I thought, oh, that's important. It's important. The words are powerful. We went to see Michael W. Smith the next time, and uh, I made sure they knew the words to all of his songs. And they loved it. Amen? Gosh. When we sing, we become the family of God. That's why we, especially at Christmas, we sing these songs, Joy to the World. We're going to sing that here in a minute, uh, Hark the Herald Angels. Let me give you the last thing I think it does. It helps us hear God speaking to us. Music helps us um, listen to what God is saying to us in a powerful, powerful way. Uh, Especially when you hear me, when I say to you, sing this with your heart. That's what I I think God is wanting us to do. Whether I'm in tune or not. It doesn't matter, does it? What's coming from your heart is what's important. You can be the best singer in the world and not... Well, let me me share with you this way. We are blessed to have Jackie with us. In these 40 years I've been in ministry, I have had... Some uh, wild time with um, piano players and organists, because they're all nuts. Isn't that true? <laughs> Not like me. I mean, I'm the straight one. <laughs> no, but I've I've been with I've been with a um, pianist and an organist who who are extremely talented. That can play every note that's on that on that piece of paper. They they can they can play it, and they're really good but they're not. And then I have had some people who can't play it that miss. I think they take white out. <laughs> and they miss a lot of notes, but they have such a spirit about them that it, it, it doesn't matter. I've had those folks too, and they're powerful. and And both of those folks are really good at what they do. And then the third one is that person who is not only good at what they do, but spirit-led, spirit-bound. We have that today. Praise God. Praise God. That's, that's what I'm... It doesn't matter if... if uh, I, you can be honest with us. Do you miss a note once in a while? All the time? Well, I didn't mean to be that honest. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, and you know, I bet you the be- I bet you Pav- what's his name, Pavarotti. I bet you he makes him a- misses a note every once in a while. I don't care how good you are. I don't care. But it's not so much whether you're good, bad, or indifferent. It's what's in your heart. It's what's in your heart. And my Catholic friend was talking about a friend of his one time that was in a bigger Catholic church, and they were singing a church a song one Sunday morning, and they'd practice hard because the song um, uh, it was during. Um, uh, Lent. And the song had everything to do with the worship of that day, and the choir was a big choir, and, uh, and they had practiced hard on this song. And, and then as they're getting ready to sing the song, a homeless person walks in, and comes right up and sits down in the pew beside the choir there. And uh, as usual, they do that. And, and, and all of a sudden, they started singing this song, and whoever that was sitting there knew the song. And must have been at one time a singer. So she started singing along with them, except that she couldn't sing anymore. And everything was out of note, and she was really loud, and everybody could hear it. And everybody was paying attention to her, not to the song. And the choir members got kind of flustered about it. They said to him after the concert or the service was over, and, and uh, they went up to him and said, why didn't, you, why didn't you ask her to not to sing? And he said, you know, I was, I was torn. I was torn. I didn't know really who God wanted to sing, us or her. Because she was singing with her heart. They were singing with their ability, and they learned a lot that day. Amen? And I think that music speaks to us when we sing from our heart about who God is in our lives. Amen? Amen? I'm telling you. Um, So when you hear me sing with your heart, that's what I'm saying. So as we get ready in this joyful season, let us prepare for that um, birth of Christ, singing joy and thanksgiving, songs of joy and thanksgiving with a unified voice, with one that's singing from our hearts. And then one day, we'll come into Zion, shouting and screaming. Amen? Let's pray. God, we're just thankful today for the joy you put in our hearts as we sing. What a blessing it is, Lord. What a blessing. Thank you. Help us to support each other as we sing together. These great songs. These great songs of of joy and thanksgiving and happiness and of, of anticipation. Be with us in this Christmas season, Lord. Change our hearts about singing. Let us know that it's our way to come into contact with you, even closer than we can ever imagine. Thank you, Lord, for that. We pray it in Your Son's name. Amen. Amen. So let's let's sing "Joy to the World," eh? Are you going?